Well, hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson, and folks, that's that. That's the end of your 2023 tumultuous, I don't use that word very often, Pittsburgh Steelers season. They have been eliminated by the Bills, and that frankly happened about three minutes ago from when I hit the record button on my little garage band app here in my basement, just walked right down with my laptop to talk to you guys. So this is, as always, as you're accustomed to, and you guys seem to like... <clears throat> my <clears throat> extremely <clears throat> initial reactions to this loss, which I'll be honest. I mean, early in the game, I thought they might lose 60 to nothing. I mean, I really did. I'm like, oh man, turnovers in this environment against this team and Josh Allen, this is going to be yet another wild card blowout game. And they lost and they were the inferior team. But, and I'm not here to candy coat things, they did a lot of good in this game. I mean, uh, there was stretches where I thought they were the better team. Were they the better team for 60 minutes? No, they did not deserve to win. I'm not defending them. I thought there was a lot of good stretches here. And in some ways, things to build off of. Of course, things will change dramatically in the offseason. And there's a lot of stuff to discuss. And a lot of stuff for you and I to discuss, too, you know. Tomlin, quarterbacks, draft free agent, who should bring back, all that stuff, and we'll handle it. But this is just initial reactions. Tomorrow will be more Steelers Bills. And then after that, I don't know. You know, I mean, I will do a little more here and there, especially around the playoffs, about around the league stuff, you know, segment here and there, nothing crazy. We'll be Steelers centric as usual. But as I like to do, I like to buzz through these halftime stats and then the final stats and some of my thoughts there. And then I've got all kinds of bullet points for after that. But this game was 27, 21 to 7 at the half. At that point, Rudolph was 8 of 16, 102. I thought he had some rocky moments. It was really starting to put it together. A touchdown and an interception. Allen was 15 to 21. And I want to talk about him down the road here, too. For 146, two touchdowns, no picks. That is huge. 58 rushing yards, kind of did the Kenny Pickett fake slide move, but it also sure looked like the Steelers weren't super interested in laying the lumber to the big guy. I didn't approve of that at all in that particular run. Um, at this point, I said, you know, no specific skill guy. You know, often I'll quote, you know, Stefan Diggs has this many rushing, you know, receiving yards. Najee has this many rushing yards. Didn't think any of the, anyone in particular was super standing out. That also... Is the Bills spreading the ball around? That's something they've done since their coordinator changed. I did say their tight ends are doing damage, but Knox had one catch, I think, for a touchdown. At this point, though, the Steelers had two touchdowns or two turnovers, one of them an end zone interception. And frankly, I think they might have got lucky with the the call on Fryermuth on the sidelines. But that that went directly led to 14 points. At this point, too, the Bills had not turned the ball over, but a block kick is every bit the same thing as a turnover, especially because where the Steelers recovered it. Steelers had nine first downs versus Buffalo's 13. They were averaging five yards a play. The Bills, 6-6. Six, six. A lot of that's the Allen run. Third downs, though, one for five. That's not going to cut it, but compared to four for seven for the Bills. 149 total yards to 455, or 440, 245. Only at 58 rushing yards in at the half, 4.5 yards per carry. They threw it a little more than I expected early. Uh, the Bills had 106. Again, a long run there, and that therefore averaged 7.6 yards a carry. 
Time of possession was a killer, though. Almost 17 and a half minutes versus 12 and a half for the first half. And some of my notes at the half were turnovers are killing team, as well as Allen's long run. But the block field goal was a monster, and so was the end zone end interception by Buffalo, two massive plays. Um, and then there's a series where early, Steelers start at the 18, Pickens, eight-yard gain, fumbled, ruled incomplete, sure looks like a fumble, I wrote, and of course it was. Bills take over then at the 29, Next play, boom, Kincaid just destroys Jack. And I wrote game, set, match. I thought it was done at that point when it was 14 nothing, And it wasn't. I mean, the Bills played smart, didn't lose the game from that point. But the Steelers also did pretty well at that point. Um, <clears throat> two other notes I made there, too, was, boy, I really hope that they finally realize the Bills don't have their punter, which, to his credit, he came back and I think had one punt in the second half of his hamstring. And I thought, boy, the refs are uh, – Letting a lot of holding go in the in pass protection for both sides. All right, then final stats. They weren't drastically different, but Rudolph ends up with 229 passing yards, 22 for 39, two touchdowns, one interception, where Allen was 21 of 30 for 203. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, no interceptions. 74 rushing yards, four total touchdowns. <sighs> He played close to the vest. He played like a smart, well-coached game manager quarterback, which he usually doesn't. And I thought that was crucial to the Bills winning this game. Yards per play favored the Bills 5-6 five, five, to 5-1. First downs, though, 24 to 22 in the Bills' favor. Third downs, they both converted five. The Steelers attempted 11. The Bills attempted 12. Total plays, 66 to 63 in the Bills' favor. Time of possession started bad and ended bad. 33-19 for Buffalo, 26-41 for the Steelers. And again, the turnovers were just massive. I mean, the Steelers had two. One of them's an end zone interception that was definitely points. They could have another with Fryermuth, I mentioned. Those ended up in 14 points. Plus, they were also 0 for 1 on fourth down, which was big. And the Bills had none, but they did have the block kick. Um, rushing yards. Only 106 for the Steelers. I kind of thought they'd end up with more, but they were in comeback mode. Bills ran for 179. They should be very happy about that. Both these teams were two for three in the red zone. And penalties were another hidden yardage thing that didn't help the Steelers at all. The Bills only had two for 24. Steelers had six for 50, which, again, far from ideal. With the NFL playoffs right here and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up-to-second odds, news, and scores with additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile. You can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, all caps. That gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, I don't have a ton of notes. I gave you kind of my general thoughts. And again, second watching more research, I'll come up with more notes and nuggets, of course. But the better team won. And, you know, I did think the final score 
31-17 looked worse than what actually happened on the field. But again, the better team won. I mean, I thought there was a stretch here that the Steelers played quite well for a lot of this game, to be honest with you. But playoff football, especially against a high-quality opponent in their building, too many turnovers, too many unforced errors, just to be honest with you. Um, Tackling absolutely could have been better. Uh, That was problematic several times. Not the easiest day to tackle, but I did think the Bills probably tackled better than the Steelers, even with their injuries and backup linebackers. Again, I wanted to commend Allen because this is not the type of quarterback he is. He's a wild stallion that let everyone put a saddle on him and just kind of did his job. You know, I mean, he didn't have to do crazy things, especially worth an early lead. Of course, he made some plays, but he didn't put the ball in harm's way. And I think that's important. There were some notable injuries, Allen Robinson, Porter, both those happened late, but didn't help matters, uh, especially Porter. And the Bills, I mean, they were where the Steelers are at at linebacker there. I mean, they were pulling guys off practice squad, off the street, you know, A.J. Klein uh, would end up being their play caller and looked like he did fine, but Steelers did have success at that point. And they also had some corner injuries of note. So, of course, you at least need to mention – Steelers did not have their best player and who I think should be defensive player of the year in TJ Watt. Would have been nice. I didn't think the edge guys were bad, but I would have been nice. It would have certainly helped your cause without question. Now, I want to get ahead of this. Well, real, real quick, too. I, I didn't realize this until he made his field goal, but Boz has never missed a field goal in the postseason. He is 17 for 17, which, I mean, that's clutch stuff. And I think he's really been a phenomenal player for the Steelers. Now, I do want to get ahead of this because this is going to be the narrative. Same thing's happening in Dallas right now with McCarthy and all these things. So now you've gone, what, seven years without a playoff win, and you have three playoff wins in the last 13 years. Standard is a standard. That's not good enough. It's better than a lot of teams, but I get it. I get the frustration. But I think the nature of the losses is worse than what I just said. So, in in their last five playoff games, let this sit in because this is disturbing. Their last five, they've, they have a four-game playoff losing streak. But in their last five, they're 66. They're, the, the opponents have scored 66 first-quarter points in the last five playoff games. And the St- Steelers have scored zero. 66 to 0 in the first quarter of five playoff games. That doesn't exactly lend itself to great preparation and coming into the game sharp and knowing your opponent and out game planning them throughout the week. One of which was a, a bye week. You know, I mean, so now they lost this game 31 17. Their last playoff loss was in 2021, 42 to 21. The year before that, 48 to 37 versus the Brownies. The last one was in KC in 21. And then 45 to 42 versus Jags. I mean, I'm sure you remember all these well. But you have a defensive minded head coach who teams got outscored 66 to 0 in five playoff games in a row over the course of five playoff games and also allowed 31, 42, 48. And 45 points in this four-game postseason losing streak, 
It just needs to be. I mean, you can't ignore that. I mean, I'm not saying Tomlin stinks. He's overrated. I don't care about his streak. Fire him. I'm just saying the facts. You know, like that needs to be out there. I mean, you can't just ignore those things. So that's all I got for my initial reactions. We will talk plenty. Um, disappointing. But I can't say I'm super shocked. I do think the Bills are a contender. Psyched to watch Kansas City go in there next week. I think that's going to be a heck of a game. I still think Baltimore is the team to beat. But go check out Baltimore's playoff record, by the way. I mean, not just Lamar's. Go look at Harbaugh's and how many games they've won in the postseason of late. It's not great, folks. All right. Over and out. Take care. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.